Hey, my name's Helen and you're listening to the Love Mondays Club podcast. If you're a fellow tutor, trainer or coach, then welcome. You're in the right place. Whether you're looking to start, grow or expand your online services, this podcast is for you. My goal is to help you build your business, earn more money and have more fun in this messy muddle we call entrepreneurship. Every Monday, I'm going to be sharing practical tips to help you accelerate your business. From marketing to mindset to money, we'll cover it all. So if you're ready, let's dive in. Hello and welcome to episode 11. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking all about raising your prices. In fact, over the next five weeks, I'm actually going to be sharing with you a whole range of different ways that you can make more money in your business. And at the end, I've got a freebie that I'm going to tell you all about that you can download that's going to hopefully help you and give you some more advice and tips on what you can do. And it's going to tie in with these five weeks of episodes. So today, the main episode though, is all about raising your prices. And I'm going to start off by talking a little bit about money because I think it's something really important that we should talk more about and also be more open about. Sometimes I think people's prices are, you know, in their income and their earnings. It's this big sort of secretive thing and I think this is very ingrained in our culture, definitely, you know, here in Britain and England. I know like my upbringing was very much like you don't talk about money, you don't ask how much things cost, you never ask how much people earn. Don't get me wrong. I'm not sat here sort of crassly asking people what they earn and things like that when I first meet them. But I am trying in my day to day and even in my business to be a lot more open about talking about money. Now, the thing is that I know that money doesn't necessarily buy you happiness, but the truth is it does buy you opportunities and those opportunities can bring you happiness. Now, when I talk to people about money and their revenue and things in their business, and especially with today's topic about raising their prices, there are so many little mindset monkeys that come up that can prevent us from doing it. Here are just some of the examples of things that people have said or that I've heard people saying deep down about sort of how they feel about themselves and money in their business. So I think one of the biggest things is people think, well, I can't raise my prices because people will think I'm greedy and then I'm potentially going to lose all of my clients. Other people worry I can't justify my high prices. It's only an hour of my time. I have a lot to say on that one and I'll come back to that later. (laughs) Uh, Why should I charge more when I can live off what I earn now? This idea I can't charge high fees because I didn't go to a particular university or I don't have a particular qualification. People will judge me and think that I'm getting too big for my boots. And also finally, a big one is that I think a lot of people think that more money means that you're going to have more responsibility and more problems. I could probably spend an entire episode sitting here tackling all of those issues. And I definitely will come back to a lot of them as I'm talking over the next few weeks about sort of earning more money in your business. Today, I want to really focus on the benefits of why you should be aspiring to really expand your services, grow your business and ultimately earn more money in it. Because as I say, it allows so much more freedom in your life. I'm going to share with you a couple of personal examples and a couple of sort of my whys, like why for me in my personal life, earning more money, aspiring to more is so important to me. For example, I know that when I'm most happy is when I'm out and about with my partner and my dog, we're exploring the world, walking up and down hills, doing all sorts of different things. Um, Well, not too much hills, but... (laughs) 
<laughs> driving around and exploring nice places. Now, the kind of things that we do in our lives are pretty low cost. You know, we don't tend to have very expensive hobbies or anything like that. But ultimately, for all of this traveling around, albeit, you know, fuel and even accommodation if we're going further away, that all costs money. We need money to get there and to stay there and to eat. Another thing as well on a very personal level, so some of you might know this about me, some other listeners I know might not be aware. So I have a degenerative disability, a problem with my bones. Now the problem is that being disabled, having a chronic illness costs a lot of money. An example for you, you know, I won't go down the big rabbit hole of talking about the NHS because that could be a bit controversial, but the reality is that we all know that it's really stretched and at the time of this recording now, it's been nearly 18 months and I'm still waiting to hear back from an appointment. And the problem is that I know you know, being a bit of a control freak as well, I want to take my health into my own hands. So that means, unfortunately, I've had to do over the past few years a few things privately. Now, that, of course, costs a lot of money. And of course, the problem is when you have a condition, you can't really get medical insurance very easily because you're a huge red flag. So let's talk about, for example, the cost of an MRI that I might need for my knees. So that's going to put me back about 150, maybe 200 pounds for that. Then I've also got costs, including like physio and things like that, that I might have to pay for privately. A while ago, I had to have surgery and that cost well into the thousands and thousands of pounds to pay for that privately. I appreciate this is all a little bit heavy and I won't go too much into this. Maybe this is a story for another day. But it shows why for me, earning money is so important because it's not just about going on nice holidays and things like that, which obviously I love, but there's also an element of comfort in my life as well. Now, money is also really important for me in my business. I love my business. I love what I do. And I know that when we earn more money, we can invest it back in ourselves, back in our services, and ultimately make us better at what we do and improve these. And it'd be better for you know yourselves or the people who I might be working with or my students as well. I also care a lot about giving back to charities, you know, like causes that I care about and things like that. And the truth is that when you're earning a low income and you don't have much disposable money to sort of play around with, then things like that become sort of unavailable to you. It's not something that you can necessarily budget for. And then of course, finally, I'm not an overly materialistic person. You won't see me with too many fancy handbags or clothes or shoes or anything like that. But I guess the one materialistic thing I'm a little bit obsessed with is I really want a new kitchen. (laughs) I love baking and I have absolutely no space in my home at the moment to do it. So it needs to be redone. But the point is, the reason I've kind of gone through that little list with you there about my whys and, and why I think money is important is you can see that it kind of affects all areas of our lives. And I think we all know this. I'm not necessarily saying anything revolutionary here to you, but I think it's something that when we start to think about our own business and our own prices and our income, we can sometimes forget about maybe the sort of more selfish in a good way, but personal side to it. And instead we focus too much on you know, what other people might think, you know, going back to some of those mindset monkeys I mentioned earlier about this idea, people will think I'm greedy. So we're fearing judgment there. This idea of, you know, why I can't justify these high prices. So again, not necessarily sort of valuing your worth, like showing self-doubt. So all these sort of mindset things that come through and we forget about the importance and what it can bring to us. 
So that is my little introduction on why money is so important. both for myself, but also for you, you know, and I really encourage you as well to think about your why, like, why is money important to you? Like, what opportunities, what things could it bring to you in your life? In fact, if you're sat down and you're listening to this, why not hit quickly hit pause in a minute and just scribble down some notes while we're talking about this and thinking about this, you know, what extra things could a little bit of extra money bring to you? Is it maybe a holiday you've wanted to go on with your family, paying off debt, hello, student loans, Um, investing in your business, you know, even buying items that might make your life more comfortable. Again, doesn't necessarily have to be really materialistic things, but just something that you know could make things a bit easier for you. Maybe it's giving to a charity, like I mentioned earlier. You know, there are so many different opportunities and things that this could bring to us. And I think sometimes that's why actually, you know, I'm not really a vision board kind of person. I I am sort of visual. I do my office at the moment where I'm recording, I've got... (laughs) post-it notes and things all over the walls but I'm not quite a sort of vision board person you're not going to see me sort of cutting out things and sticking them on a board and whatever else I know there's a bit more to vision boards than that but my point is that it is good to have I think reminders and visual things around us of why our business and our income and why we put all this hard work and effort into what we do is so important I was very aware that this episode I might feel like I'm starting to stand a bit on a soapbox and preaching about these things (laughs) so I've tried to rein it in I've tried not to talk about it for too long. I know normally these episodes I'm sort of sharing ideas and tips and things like that but like I say I do think it's still important to kind of reflect personally on why these things are important to us because it can really help tackle those sort of challenges and mind monkeys that we might have. Okay so let's talk about this sort of first week's topic of how to sort of bring more income and money into your business. So one of the simplest most easiest things that you can do is going to be raising your prices. Lots of people I know feel resistance to this and there's a lot of questions around you know when they should do it so I think here are kind of three markers for you just to get you started so one of them I would say is the most obvious is that you're fully booked you're clearly in demand people obviously really want to work with you potentially you've got this huge long waiting list that to me is a huge telltale sign that you need to start raising your prices the second one is you just haven't raised them in a really long time but yet in that time I can guarantee that you've probably gained more experience you're skills have got better, you've fine-tuned your services. So people are actually getting this amazing value for money from you now because you've invested all this time and even I'm guessing potentially some money into sort of upskilling yourself and making yourself better at what you're doing. That's not then being reflected in your fees and prices. The third one really is that you're getting like rave reviews from people. People are talking about how wonderful you are and you might even find that some people when they speak to you are surprised at how low your prices are. I think, as I say, this is a balancing act. And I talk about this a lot in terms of people sort of setting up their businesses and having multiple streams of revenue. I think what I'm going to say here is like, I don't necessarily encourage people to, you know, charge this insanely high price just for one service. And that's all they offer. Don't get me wrong. That model does work for some people. But I know a lot of tutors, educators, people I work with online, they want to try and help as many people as possible. And that's why previously I've talked about having things like a product ladder. So this idea that you have sort of different services at different prices. And that means that people can come in and work with you at sort of different stages, I guess, in in your business or in the time periods that you might be offering. So those are kind of three things to think about. Now, of course, another big thing is how do you raise your prices? Because 
money, as we mentioned at the beginning, can be quite an awkward topic. I'm speaking from experience here. You know, you might find that you have a great relationship with your tutees or your families that you work with. You chat to them so easily. But then suddenly, when it comes to talking about money or raising your prices, you totally choke up. You feel really uncomfortable. You know, sweaty palms, butterflies in your stomach, the whole jazz, all the anxieties. And I think that's totally normal and totally common. So it's good to kind of go into these conversations and ideas with a bit of a strategy and a bit of a way to do it. If you don't feel comfortable with this idea of suddenly whacking up your prices, including with your current students, you know, perhaps you've even maybe just at the time of listening to this, you've just started working with some new students and you think, okay, that might not be the best thing. You know, you're only two weeks in and all of a sudden you're raising your prices. I agree, might not be the best customer service. So instead you can do it gradually. So you could think to yourself, okay, if I'm fully booked now, one I start to lose a few students, my next intake of students, I'm going to raise the prices for them. So you can still have this great customer experience for those people that you're working with because things won't change for them, but it's new people coming in. Also as well, another thing that you can do is that, you know, you might potentially though have students you've been, you're going to be working with for a very long time into the sort of foreseeable future. So for those students, we do still gradually want to raise your prices for them. So what you can do is give them lots of pre-warning. So again, I'm recording this at the time, sort of beginning of September. Use school holidays as markers. Potentially you could say to them, okay, you could raise your price from the October half term or from next year, like next calendar year from January. Or as I say, depending on when you're listening to this, you could maybe say to people you're raising it for the next academic year. So you're giving people lots and lots of notice and lots and lots of warning. And actually in last week's episode, I talked about the back to school checklist and I talked about why it's so important to have sort of terms and conditions in place and this is a big part of your terms and conditions is having a sort of part in there which warns people about price rises and when that's going to happen and how much notice they should be expect to be given and things like that. I also always really recommend sending a message to all your clients highlighting honestly the reasons why you're increasing your prices. Now don't get me wrong I'm not saying that you have to sit here and like justify yourself to people um, but equally I think it's a nice thing to do and it sort of opens up lines of communication and again it stops people looking at just that number on the page and thinking about the value that they've been given. I always recommend I have a bit of a template for this again this is a freebie I'm going to be sharing with you I'll talk about it at the end but I have a template that I sort of work through with people and recommend and essentially at the beginning you're sort of introducing all the great things that have been going on all the success stories that you've had the great sort of benefits and you know the progress that that your students have seen recently then you talk about sort of on reflection of this you know you're going to be raising your prices and then at the end you can highlight and just a reminder this is what you get for that price. So I have a template for this I'm going to share with you at the end and it's really simple, really easy and it's something I've used in my business for years and years when I've increased my prices. I've never sort of had pushback from it. You know, that's another thing as well is that I think a lot of the time with those mindset monkeys, we assume the worst. You know, we assume that people are going to think badly of us for doing these things. But actually look around at all the things that you pay for in your life. I mean, okay, again, at the time of this recording, I'm not going to go into talking about bills and things because that's a very extreme situation at the moment but even things like for example your gym membership that naturally increases every sort of year you know I'm signed up to streaming services like film streaming services and things like that those prices 
always creep up slightly every year and to be honest I don't blink I don't really think about it too much I just accept it as like a given that this is kind of the way the world works with these things and you'll probably be surprised to find that that's how your clients will react as well when you talk about raising your prices so three little top tips for you in terms of raising prices that I'd like you just to think about to finish off this episode so first of all is don't compare yourself to other people's prices. So you are your own person, you bring your own value, your own experience, your own skills. What other people are charging isn't any of your business. (laughs) I mean that in the kindest way. I think it's always helpful to kind of look at maybe what people in your industry are charging and you don't want to be necessarily pricing yourself ridiculously high, but also you don't want to be pricing yourself ridiculously low either. But ultimately, like I say, comparing yourself to other people isn't going to be helpful. You know, if you're fully booked, as I say, with the prices that you're charging at the moment, then that's a huge green light to tell you that you could be increasing your prices. Also as well, remember that you're offering a service and not just an hour of your time. So that was one of those sort of my monkeys that I mentioned earlier, you know, where people feel like I can't justify that amount of money for just an hour of my time. But the truth is you're not giving people an hour of your time. There's the preparation that goes on before it. Potentially you offer marking as well. There's the community communication, that time that's spent communicating and sort of helping out people maybe in between your sessions. Also as well, there's running of business costs. You know, potentially you have a website, you use marketing software, all the time that you have to put in sort of promoting and marketing your business, like that is all part of your business costs and part of that service as well. So that's really important to remember. One of the most important things is that you deserve to be paid well for what you do. At the end of the day, being an educator or anybody offering a service to people, you're changing someone's life, you know, you're helping them, you're empowering them, you're giving them knowledge and all of this is going to help and lead them to having more opportunities in their future. So I really think it's important that we don't undervalue the importance of the role that we have in this and the impact that we have on people's lives. Okay, so I hope that you have found this episode helpful and useful and that you're feeling inspired to go away and review your pricing in your business. As I mentioned at the beginning, I have a freebie, a free download available for you. So over the past couple of weeks inside my Facebook community group, I've been speaking with lots of the members. If you're not a member already, this group is free and I will make sure that I post the link to joining it in my show notes as well. But inside this group, I've been talking to lots of people about basically how to make more money in their tuition businesses and the sort of ideas that they have, maybe the questions that they have about it, what's stopping them, what's getting in their way and doing a bit of research for you. So off the back of this, I have created a short little ebook and it's all to do with how to make more money in your tuition business. Now, this is going to run alongside the sort of five weeks of episodes that I'm doing for you. I'm also going to be doing a sort of free live session about it. So I'm going to talk a bit more about that in next week's episode. But yes, if you would like to download this freebie, this free ebook, I'll post a link to that also in the show notes as well. And essentially, as I say, it's going to give you all the information about the kind of different ways that you can bring in more money. I mentioned in this episode about there being a template that you can use to help you sort of raise your prices and how to let your clients and your students know that these changes are coming. So all of that is included in this jam-packed little ebook that I've created for you. So please go and download it today. I hope you find it really helpful. 
it's also going to as I say run alongside these next five weeks Uh, next week we're talking all about group classes and the benefits of running and having and hosting group classes inside your business thank you so much for listening and I look forward to sharing some more information with you in our next episode bye for now thank you for listening to another episode of the love mondays club podcast don't forget to review and subscribe or share this episode with one of your business friends for more information and support from today's episode head over to the show notes at lovemondaysclub.co.uk have a great week and i'll see you next monday